0: Good evening. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Clicking away, Mia. Um,
1: Sorry. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) sorry. Some last minute uh, adjustments needed to be made. So I was busy doing
0: that. Welcome to the Gaming Podcast Live. Um, I'm Robin, the editor of Game Magazine. Uh, As always, you can keep up with everything we do at gamingmag.com. And you can also join our Discord. Um, I think I've just stamped over Mia's line there, but never mind. You can that's head to game. Kind. You can head to game.mac.com and join the Discord at gamemag slash Discord. But as always, welcome Mia. How are you? Happy unicorn day.
1: Well, happy belated unicorn day. Okay, happy unicorn belated day was, unicorn day. It was, was, was two days ago. I don't know why it exists, but it gave me an excuse to to wear this like <laughs> lovely, wonderful, uh, unicorn onesie. So yeah, that's. That's me today. All the stars and pretty things and glitter and yay.
0: For people listening to the to the audio version of this podcast, Mia is wearing a fetching hoodie, uh onesie, sorry, with a unicorn hoodie. Um and uh looking exceptionally fabulous while doing it.
1: Yes, I am. Thank you very much for saying so. How are you doing today, Robin? I'm good. Doing I'm good. good. You're doing yeah, good? yes, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. good, good, good. Very good. good, good, good Sunday,
0: good. Sunday night in Britain. Uh it's April, middle of April, and it's snowing. Uh just it's to prove it, it was uh, snowing today uh and just to prove that uh that climate change is real y'all um <laughs> snowing snow in april is getting a bit bizarre so yeah
1: that's that's very very bizarre mm-hmm. but you know that that these are the times that we live in nothing is normal anymore so exactly it's, it's all fine uh, just a I- reminder this is a this is a this is a live this is a live broadcast, y'all. This is a live broadcast. You can if you're in the Twitch chat, you can interact with us. Or as uh, uh, as Robin said, you can go on over to the Discord and, and interact there. But uh, yeah, we have all the stuff set up for that too, which is super super awesome. Uh, but we're not going to be doing this alone this week because, as per usual, we have our very own super special guest this week. The awesome I am Brandon.
2: Hi! Hi, everyone. Hey, <laughs> How's <Brenda>. it going? <laughs> We're good. How, how are you? I am doing great. It's a Sunday. uh I got a lot of air and sun, so I'm I'm feeling good. <laughs> Happy to be here. <laughs>
0: How things where you live at the moment. Where about you Chicago, aren't you?
2: Yeah, I'm in Chicago. Yeah. Um right now it's actually uh it's been raining the past few days, but now like the sun's finally come out. So I think that's why another reason I'm in a good mood. So yeah. I feel great. <laughs> no snow there,
1: then no, no, no snow.
2: snow oh no snow. We had it a few <laughs> weeks ago. I'm glad it's gone. Hopefully we don't have any more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um nice. We always kick off the podcast with our weekly recaps, uh, things what we've been doing, games we've been playing, TV we've been watching. Things what
1: we've been doing this week.
0: <laughs> perfect perfect <laughs> English yeah. at all times yeah. on the Game <laughs> Magazine podcast. Um, I, I've been playing two games. Uh, one is the oldest cute game that I've ever played and one is the newest cute game I've ever played. So the oldest cute game that I ever played was Animal Crossing. I've been back in Animal Crossing. Regular listeners of the podcast will know my fickle relationship with Animal Crossing and how I can go months ignoring the bastards and then I get back on there and sort of play with them a little bit. And they all complain about me being away, but fuck them. (laughs) uh, Yeah, so, but but I I can't, I'm afraid to bring this up on a podcast, really. It's a couple of days too early. I can't actually talk about what I was doing on Animal Crossing. Um, I was doing a secret, secret, super oh. special thing on Animal Crossing uh, yes. that'll, that'll all become that'll all become very apparent uh, on Tuesday afternoon.
1: Interesting, mm. interesting. Mm. I know that they announced the uh, the Builder Bear stuff recently. I'm assuming it has nothing to do with that. I'm no. just going to try and probe you for information <laughs> that you can't necessarily give. Uh, no, but I, yeah. I, can, I,
0: I can allude to the fact that it's a high street brand. Um, mm. I can allude to the fact that when I got sent it, I got sent this really cryptic email from, um, the PR contact, uh, who was working on the project. And it's like this super secret. You must sign all these NDAs. And then about an hour later, um, the news broke, uh, that they, they'd released, they'd released Builder Bear. And I emailed her going, why did you make me sign all these things? You just, you just announced <laughs> it literally an hour later. It's not that. And I was like, Oh, Okay. Okay. <laughs> Interesting, so, anyway, I've been knocking around on my island. I've been designing an outfit for this meet and greet that I'm doing that I can't talk about, um and that will again become quite apparent. But in the meantime, uh, it's all been quite good fun. Um, Are the eggs so. back
1: again? Mm.
0: Yes, mm. <laughs> and they didn't learn from last time because oh it's equally as annoying. And also, they're still going to organise during Egg Fest or whatever the hell it's called. Um, during all of that, they decided to hold their big fishing competition as well. So, you, of course, you're, you're fishing like you were last year, you're fishing away trying to get all those fish, and all you're doing is pulling eggs out of the water. And it, it's just. Yeah.
1: yeah i remember the reason that i stopped playing animal crossing now actually uh funnily enough that you say that
2: yeah uh, Brendan, did you
1: did you play a lot of animal crossing i
2: played I, I did play when it first came out a lot and then um I, I it was just like there was too much life stuff going on in real life that I just mm. had to drop it but um it's it's nice to go back every once in a while but then you realize when all, like you said all the villagers come out and say where have you been and I'm, like,
1: I'm living <laughs> life i'm sorry yeah, yeah. it made me so upset when I went back and just stitches just started crying said said that you thought I was gone forever and I was just like okay i'm closing the game now I can't, I can't deal with this. it's too emotional mm-hmm.
0: i got one of my islanders and i can't get rid of them i keep beating with a stick and everything and i just they will not go um but uh literally everyone else when i got back they were like oh my god where have you been we love you we missed you and this one was like i thought you were ignoring me and it's like well i am go away <laughs> Anyway, um, so that's the that was the cutest game that I used to play. My new cutest game that I ever ever played. um, I treated myself in the recent um, Nintendo multiplayer sale um, to Yoshi's Crafted World. Ooh, I've seen that beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like it's utterly, utterly beautiful. It's delightfully beautiful to play. But the, the the detail of seeing it and all the making it look like all the bit of um, folded paper and the fact that when you flip the course you can see the back of the paper um, mm-hmm. and with the the sellotape bits where the strings hanging down to it it's just just amazing just beautiful so but yes that so that was my um, yeah
1: I was just gonna say I haven't played a Yoshi game in forever but yeah they Kind of dumb them down a little bit. I heard like, how is it like super super accessible and easy, or like, is there any real challenge? If you're
0: trying to it? say, if, if you're trying to say, is it my level of gaming, yes, it is. Yes, it is <laughs> it's very much my I level of gaming.
1: But, you, know, you, you, you said it so, uh, so, yeah, as, as yeah.
0: the king of Lego games, it's very much on my level <laughs> of, of, of exactly mm-hmm. like where I want to be, ga- where I want to be gaming. Um. Mm-hmm. But no, 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 it's, it's, it's an utter delight. And, and, and yeah, okay. What, what there is in simplicity is made up in, in sort of beautiful, uh, beautiful, beautiful graphic detail, mm. uh, to the extent you can see the little fur on the sort of balls of Yoshi they've created out of wool and all that sort of stuff. It's just adorable. So I had to check it out. It's, it's worth it. And it's, yeah, I think the sale's going on for another few days and I got 33% off. So, oh nice nice yeah. yeah and it's very rare that nintendo gives us anything kind of discount so mm-hmm. uh talking of which i also placed a pre-order uh i can't talk about how i played it because obviously i'm not allowed to play these things being nintendo and gays um but it's it's like miles in advance but i placed an order for uh the mario golf
2: ah oh, um, i want that which yeah.
0: again looks hilarious mm-hmm. um and I'm a I'm a weird kind of gay gamer in a sense. I do quite enjoy the odd sports ball games. Um so combining that with Mario is just brilliant.
2: Oh so, yeah. That's I love yeah. the Mario tennis game that came out for the Switch, which it's I, I played that a few days ago. And I could play that for hours, like yeah. forever. Yeah. It's good.
0: I'm I'm a little bit of a sucker. Um I'm a little bit of a sucker for uh these the um the Olympics games they release as well. Oh, like, I have to the, check the, that the, out still. The, the ill-fated Tokyo one that still hasn't happened yet, obviously. Uh, Jamie, with a fantastic pun to start us off for the day. <laughs> uh, I hope that golf game is on par with the trailer. Don't
1: feed well, uh, don't, them. Don't, don't make them happy about that, because they'll just keep posting more videos, like, mm, mm, Wonderful. I
0: love it. Uh, so that's me. Oh, um, so that's games. Um, are we talking Falcon Winter Soldier? Can we talk about Falcon Winter Soldier? Has
1: Brandon seen it?
0: I have not seen it. I've heard of it, but I
2: have not seen it. But none of the guests ever watch Marvel shows. (laughs) (laughs) I still need to watch WandaVision too, as well. Oh God, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So okay, yeah, go on.
1: I was gonna say, in a nutshell, like I don't allude to anything that potentially happens with any spoilers. But Mm. oh my God, the ending of that last episode. holy jesus what (laughs) what the hell like definitely worth watching yeah Yeah. it's mm, yeah
0: i think what i sort of i think my only little gripe i suppose but it's not a personal gripe because i'm fully obsessed with marvel but -hmm. i think the accessibility of it is possibly a little bit too tricky because i think one division you could get away with and just watch in a standalone like friends of mine have never seen any of the marvel movies they still got hooked into it Mm. um but this one you need to know your Captain. Uh, you need sorry. You need, yeah, you need to know your Captain America films. You need to know your Marvel films. You've got to have known Civil War and Winter mm-hmm. Soldier mm-hmm. film specifically. Oh, um, wow. So it's required reading. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's more than Easter eggs. There's some genuine sort of plot points that just won't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like six episodes, two of it, right? Yeah, six yeah, episodes, 50, 50 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think. One division was like thirty minutes, which was a bit disappointing because mm-hmm. you're just getting into it. Then they knock it on the head. Yeah, uh, but this was like six, 50 minutes, uh, six episodes. So Are you
1: doing both. It yeah, no, a, totally, it very, absolutely. It's a very like fun experience to have something that's a little bit more traditional Marvel after One Division. Like, WandaVision mm-hmm. was like so far yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah and yeah. like such a breath of fresh air. Um, it was a great way to come back to the actual Marvel. I was going
0: to say it. It literally is. It's literally one massive uh marvel movie just split mm. into, in, into six parts mm-hmm. so it's like it's a three four hour movie by the time you added it all up i suppose yeah which yeah. is so basically the 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 snyder cut of the justice league <laughs> but, <laughs> i still need to, hear, to see that by it's more good. entertaining yeah it's real good you won't need I stiff will... coffees and sleep to get through it
1: <laughs> the only thing that i will say about uh falcon the winter soldier i love the zemo characters like, characterization in in this one, like what they've done with the character. Oof. Chef's kiss. But uh, yeah, (laughs) that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. No spoilers, because it's literally like within the first couple of days of the last episode being out oh, wow.
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and, and there's a lot in there Mia what have you been up to what's your weekly what have I been up to? to
1: oh god all sorts what have I been up to well um I was playing a lot of Monster Hunter Rise Ooh. because you know I've I've uh I've been a good person that occasionally works with Nintendo and they sent me the uh the Switch didn't <laughs> nice. they so yeah, it's a fantastic game. I love it, um, and I'm not saying that because they sent me a Switch. I actually <laughs> am genuinely amused by it. Um,
0: hashtag a, ad.
1: <laughs> hmm, hashtag ad. They sent me a Switch just just to just so you know. I've been telling everybody, uh, but also Capcom sent me a copy of the game as well. So that yeah, that 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 too. Um, basically. The game's great. I don't know if you ever play World. Did you play Monster oh, World? yeah,
2: I love World. Yeah, it, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: it's a lot like World. It's basically like the World experience, like miniaturized and popped onto a Switch. Except mm-hmm. you get to ride around a doggo now. Yeah, yeah,
2: that was so cool. So good. Yeah, so
1: good. Um, I don't even like. I've kind of like put the Palico out of the way now. I'm just, I'm just like riding the doggo all around, fighting like, <laughs> alongside people. Uh, I literally made my doggo. I'm not sure if anybody's a Final Fantasy 7 fan, but I made my doggo look like Red XIII from um, that game.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: uh, it's got it got the scar over the eye and everything. It's uh, it's perfect. But I've been having a lot of fun with that game. Um, big old monsters. I'm still getting my ass handed to me, but you know, using the insect glaive to fly through the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I used to not- love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My, my way of doing it is, like, collect that essence from the monster. Don't actually help out at all. By the time that I've collected the essence, the other two play, people playing with me have done so much damage that the monster <laughs> runs away. I'm just like, yeah, it's about the experience uh, before I can launch myself into the air. So, yeah, but that's been that's been a lot of fun. I've not played a lot of it so far, just because, like, I've been so busy with, like, mm-hmm. other stuff. Oh, um, I still haven't played...
0: Ha- Sorry, no, no, I have a rant update. Do you remember on the last episode... I had a small yes. moan about Monster Hunter World in a sense that it was it wasn't monster hunting it was innocent animal mind their own business killing world because yes. watching, so I, I haven't played them, I'll be honest, but I sort of backseat gamed and watched my partner play them. And very much, I couldn't understand why in Monster Hunter World, all you were doing was these, these peaceful grazing animals and mind their own business. Mm-hmm. And you're running around just slaughtering them. I see as a backseat gamer with Rise that there is a bit of a story. As to why you have to go and kill.
1: There is a bit of a story. Um,
0: So I feel better about
1: rampage. Mm -hmm. I've not actually, to be fair, I've not been paying attention to the story. (laughs) Um, So I'd love to speak on this from like a a position of of being knowledgeable, but uh, it's literally like I go out, I hunt the monster, I come back. Oh, there's something called the rampage. They're attacking the village or whatever. You do a tower defense (laughs) mini game, which is super (laughs) weird. Yeah, they they break up the sections into like doing like this weird tower defense. Mini game where you literally have to jump on armaments and stop waves mm. of monsters coming and trying to like take down your village. It's super odd and I kind of like don't like that mode very much because you're not actually fighting it becomes a different game you're just jumping on a gun and then firing at somebody's face with, mm-hmm. like either a machine gun or like bows and arrows and stuff it's it's all very weird but the main gameplay loop is 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 fantastic as as per usual they give you this little zipline thing now that you can just like cast out and just jump through the air. oh
2: yep it. i was using that yep yep mm-hmm. it's pretty cool mm-hmm.
1: It's really awesome. What's your is your go to weapon insect glaive? What kind of what, what do you? Uh, like
2: I was using yeah on? the insect glaive because I like jumping in the air and then I also yeah. like uh, I love the mobility the, so good. I forget what the long, the big long sword is called in the, in those games.
1: The great blade. I great think
2: so. Yeah, I like those a lot because you could just like take out so many enemies yeah. with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I need to play more of it. But I've just been busy. But it mm-hmm. Monster Hunter is fun. I'm so glad it's like on the Switch a new version too. So I like the doggos too.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I again it's, it's me too I just want to play more of it but I've been so busy uh, yeah. I was supposed to be playing Outriders too but mm-hmm. uh there's a whole sponsored thing with that and the servers haven't been working so uh yeah mm. uh that's that's been a whole ordeal so I'll be playing that at some point so you'll hear about my experiences with that um other than that uh I did continued our romper 2 playthrough I'm not sure if you've. Uh, oh, you've which one? Rumpa? Yeah, I played uh, Rumpa, the second one, Goodbye Despair.
2: Oh, I um, did play that a little bit, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, good. me and a bunch of uh, voice actors, because uh, I'm trying to break into the world of voice acting at mm-hmm. the moment, uh, get together and actually just play through the game. We just finished the first class trial. I get to be the main character, Hajime Hinara and uh, Mano Kuma. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love it to death so much, and uh, it's, it's literally the most fun I think I've had. I've said this before, but it's the most fun I've had during a stream. The last time, oh lord, like, I, I th- by the end I was so exhausted, because mm-hmm. I'm like, voicing like four different characters, just switching between them. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, whenever I like, walk up to someone, it's like, oh god, i have voice that character too, I'd <laughs> to have a conversation with myself. <laughs> uh, lots of water though, just like, keep lots of
2: water. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very important.
1: But that's a good idea. Um, other than that, uh, Square Enix has sent me a booster box of the Final Fantasy trading card game. Ooh, I didn't even have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they have this um, whole, uh, actually, I can grab it real quick. They have this whole trading oh, card wow. game. Uh, ignore that, that's just some... Uh, okay. <laughs> y- actually, no, that's really cool. Actually, for the, for the viewers at home, this is a Harley Quinn number one cover with artwork Ooh. by... Uh, Yashitaka Amano, who's the Ooh. Final Fantasy concept artist. that I was just showing that off with this stuff before, but um, yeah, they've got like uh, all kinds of weird-ass artwork on these. They don't actually like pull the artwork. Some of the artwork's original, but they kind of pull the artwork from different games. So you've got like... Uh, Ooh. This is Crystal Chronicles, My Life as a Dark Lord, and this is probably one of the prettiest cards that I pulled. Uh-huh. But they'll take... Uh, like all kind of renders and stuff from old games, and literally just use them oh, across that's different so cards. Cool. Yeah, uh, and it's it's kind of dope. I have no idea how to play it because this is the first time I ever opened any. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to to delving into that, and I will I will keep you updated on it. But that's yeah, that's about all I've been doing except for uh, VR, which made me very very dizzy and hurt my eyes. <laughs> so. That was that was fun. In fact, I'm I'm got to go to an optician's, and I can't get a uh, appointment for the opticians until like the end of April. Now it's insane. Uh, it's crazy. Obviously, pandemic, but um, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, I want to get like some special lenses for it, so I don't have to wear these because it kind of like just crushes your head. With mm-hmm. yeah. On it's not ideal, but yeah, that's pretty much everything that I've been up to uh what what's what's been what's your week been like
2: uh, so uh I, I recently just moved so i just like recently got back into streaming mm. this week so i weirdly started playing bloodborne uh again and then i did play a little bit of monster hunter rise and then um of course dead by daylight is like one of the games that i've been streaming <laughs> a lot um but i also tried the home sweet home survive game um i I wasn't really happy with it uh i kind of ended up uninstalling it after i played it but i think i see what they're trying to do they're trying to make it kind of a little bit like dead dead by daylight but i think the i guess the gameplay is a little bit too different for me so i don't know people have told me to try it again so maybe i'll give it another try with like as a survivor instead of a a a killer but it was not a game for me (laughs) Which,
1: which, which game was that sorry
2: uh home sweet home survive
1: Home Sweet Home Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: in uh, early beta, I think, right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they're trying to do a whole thing with that. And the original game is probably one of the scariest games I've ever played. I have not beat it, but yeah. We'll see if I go back to it.
1: Who's uh who's your go-to killer in Dead by Daylight? uh
2: I I will have to say uh the new killer. I don't know his name. I just kind of jumped in after I don't the know his new- name either. Yeah, but the, very,
1: the really cute guy.
2: Yeah, yeah, that everybody loves him. <laughs> uh, but I've been playing a lot with him. I got really good with the, the throwing of the knives and stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I weirdly really kind of got into it where I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe I can be this new killer's like that. Be my main character. So so far so good.
1: Awesome, awesome right now usually what we would do is go on to our uh, trending topics for the week but uh we know that brandon has very limited time with us today so we are going to go ahead and jump right into uh brandon's moment to shine (laughs) Brandon's personal (laughs) interview uh we've got some questions for you and uh yeah i guess uh did you did you want to did you want to start questions robin
0: yes i can i can can start questions you can start Uh, questions Brandon, welcome. No, um, when <laughs> did you?
1: Another question. When, what are you talking about?
0: When, when did you? When did you start streaming? You mentioned obviously five years, but how long have you been streaming yeah. for? Uh, and, long, and what got you into it? um so i started streaming in
2: 2014 uh, twitch was a whole different platform back in that day um but it was uh it was i kind of got into it because i had a, a gaming blog website where i did reviews and gaming news for a long time and twitch was one of the social media platforms that like that that website had and one of the people who i was working with um wanted to stream on twitch just to kind of promote the website and then um he started to see a little bit of channel growth and kind of wanted to start his own personal channel so that left the channel not having anybody to stream on it so since i was the the owner or the editor-in-chief at the time i I decided you know what let me stream on this platform let's see what it's like um and i slowly but surely got into just like seeing how twitch was and building a community and connecting with people all over the world who i never would have had the opportunity if i didn't do twitch Mm -hmm. and it it started it like that and when i saw there was a way to i guess uh make a career out of it i kind of like went straight for it and and did everything i could to try to get to a good um point to becoming a partner and then all the kind of stuff with like working with twitch on different activations and stuff like that so Mm. yeah it's been a long road yeah (laughs)
1: like i definitely obviously your your growth has been like substantial and 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 amazing to see uh especially uh, recently (laughs) with you getting your accolades and and all of this, um, absolutely fantastic to see. Uh, what is it about your stream that that you think like keeps people like coming back? Like, I,
2: I, I honestly think um, it's mainly because I have a really good connection with the my mm-hmm. audience and the people who watch. And it's just like having friends. I, I I feel like it's a way of having friends in high school where we talk about just things that we used to like like cartoons and and, and different things different video games because i started streaming on twitch playing resident evil like the oldest resident evil game the very first one so that's how i kind of connected with a lot of people who were around my age and just like i don't know I, i'm very okay with making fun of myself so a lot of my stream is making fun of myself and just, just the different situations that happen and it just it just rarely happens i'll play a game and there's like a glitch that happens and it I don't know. It's a joke comes out of it. Um, So someone this week was uh, giving me a compliment, which I was really um, was really happy to hear um, saying that they liked the way that I have a really good uh, comedic um, timing, which I never thought about that. But Mm. things just happen. I just improvise really quickly. And I just I try to make things funny. And I think that's why people like come back because they don't know what I'm going to say. But it's like at least going to make you laugh and have a good time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what types of games do you play on stream mainly? Um, well, I'm, start, I'm starting to
2: get back into the groove. So, but I, I was playing a lot of um, Dead by Daylight, and I play a lot of scary games a lot, uh, mainly because. Uh, I don't know why my audience loves to see me get scared and it's like real reactions because I like, I, I watch a lot of horror movies and stuff. So I think of it as if I'm really this character and like, what would I do? So if like aliens isolation is a good example, um, like, cause it's first person. And of course I wouldn't be in this situation where I'd be running away from the alien, but I have to do it as this character. So it's, it's it's really entertaining to watch because it's just like me reacting to what would actually happen to me through this character of a video game. But just bad stuff happens. And I just, you know, I'm I suffer through it for the audience, you know, <laughs> so a lot of scary games are some of the, um, my favorites. And one of my favorite um, games was uh, I'm trying to think. I think Home Sweet Home was has been the one that I was honestly super scared to play and still am scared to play. But it's 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 just the atmosphere and the environment and the audio is so good. Yeah.
1: Um. I actually mentioned recently. Uh. You actually won the. Uh what was, I didn't what was it the exact wording with up
2: and coming I, I, I believe it was up and, and coming it, or best uh, new upcoming, streamer uh, it's up, and, up and
1: coming streamer which it, when like, I, golden, I had no idea six? yeah yeah. Was go, golden go, six, gold, yeah yeah yeah. how um, how did that feel that moment when 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 you found out that you were there like up and coming yeah I was of what the, I idea. was
2: shocked but two I was like I was already in a mode where I felt like I was like an older streamer so it kind of made me feel good I was like oh I can feel I can mm-hmm. feel young again um, it was definitely an interesting category to be in but i had i did not know i would win because i was just shocked that i was even nominated but like just to just to see the people i was nominated with and just be honored around them was awesome Mm. and when i actually won i was very shocked and i didn't believe it until i saw it on the screen and it was like because i had to pre-record the the like acceptance video and it was just it was just so weird and like i have the 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 trophy like in my living room and people i've had a few friends who've come over like you really are like a a, a award-winning
1: streamer i was like yeah i yeah, am it's weird it's weird but it's, it's just it's, showing it to the parents like i did it i did it. this prove yeah that like- yeah
2: yeah it's it's just it's such a, a great honor and i never thought i would ever be you know in that kind of like be awarded for it and i you know being nominated by by you all as well was awesome too you know i was i was it was a great year uh despite all the stuff that was happening but it just felt good that all the work i've been putting in um for the last few years like it being recognized you know because there's been a few times where i wanted to quit where i felt like i didn't fit in or you know i you know i can't stream full-time and i'm not a full-time streamer but i could i this Trying to do what I can, and just to see people mm. recognizing it, it's been su- such an amazing experience, and it makes me want to keep doing it because I, 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 you know, I don't want to quit. I want to keep going. You know,
1: no, I was so happy when I when I saw it. like I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, oh my god, yay! That's so good. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it was funny because the the day
2: before, um of course, you know how Twitter is and trolls and stuff, and literally the day before, someone had said like made a mention that like. I, I didn't have a million followers, so I couldn't make a real impact on, you know, the gaming space. And I knew this news um, <laughs> going into it. And the next day I kind of was like, look, you know, the impact over numbers it really does. It's true. Like, you don't have to have a million followers to make an impact on people, you know. Yeah,
0: so totally, I think it's important. Totally, because who knows where those million followers would come from? I mean, yeah, it could be a million followers of absolute to- toxic nonsense. Exactly,
1: you're not <laughs> you're,
0: you're not making any difference to anyone.
1: Yeah, um, exactly. we won't name any streamers. So, uh, <laughs> might have yeah. my opinions on, but uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah,
0: no. yeah no. Um, you mentioned about horror streaming. Um, mm-hmm. what is it? I mean, you obviously mentioned the sort of like, the jump scares and stuff, but what on a deeper level that there are more i've talked about this all the time there are there are hundreds of uh fabulous sort of drag streamers out there that play horror mm-hmm. games yeah what is it more than just the sort of the screaming reactions that that why people actually play horror games on stream
2: i i think honestly i feel it's like the the feeling of the adrenaline rush and um like feeling the feeling of scared is not always the best but you kind of have a way to control it because you're playing a game you're not really experiencing it um in real life but it's just like if the story is really good and then if you can get get a really good environment that makes you really scared it, that's what causes really good reactions because people are seeing these these images that are making them scared you know um that's why i, I continue to play them and i should be because my poor heart's probably gonna you know take <laughs> out soon <laughs> um but i i think it's mainly because you know the the fear and the adrenaline adrenaline rush that you get from playing these games it just really makes you excited and it just mm. like keeps you going it keeps you awake if that makes sense
0: yeah and also sort of on the back of all of that you actually run uh, an annual scare yeah yeah uh tell me about that when did it start what's it about
2: <laughs> yeah um I, I got really inspired just by seeing other streamers doing you know um different charity things and i i wanted to kind of do one um but in my own way and the only the, the only way I thought would be good was playing scare games because I felt like, you know, people get scared and as, and viewers like to watch people get scared. And let's try to mix that up into a charity event. It, it sounded really weird, but I came up with the concept. But, um, yeah, we started three years ago um, and it was with uh, the um, Breast Cancer Foundation And we kind of went from different organizations from that. And we started working with St. Jude very closely. So now we do it two times a year. And it's really cool to get a lot of different streamers from all sorts of backgrounds together. Because my dream was to always showcase so many different streamers from different backgrounds that we don't always get to see on Twitch like that. Like, especially like on the front page, we don't get to see Mm -hmm. a lot of you know diversity and just Mm -hmm. different just different backgrounds and um we have raised like a hundred thousand dollars over the last three years and we're going into the next one next month and uh I'm, i'm just really excited to to do it again because it's i'm gonna be in this space where um i i feel free and i can actually like not worry about neighbors freaking out because i'm screaming at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that's been one of my biggest issues with the last place I, I lived in is because i
0: was you know pretty loud at night <laughs>
1: that's awesome um, but not
0: but not in the way that most people are loud at exactly night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not in a good way just screaming about horror games instead. yeah yeah <laughs> oh, awesome. Um, I will say that you mentioned earlier that, like, you, you have a strong sense of uh, community with your like, with your with your followers and the people who watch your stream. Um, for me personally, like, uh, you're 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 kind of uh, a big, big icon in terms of like the LGBTQ mm-hmm kind of scene when it comes to streaming. Has that always been um, something that you've been out and proud about on stream? Or is it something that you kept like guarded at the start and then opened up about? Like, I know people handle it differently. So yeah. how, was, how was that for you?
2: yeah like I, when I first started just in general with the whole just trying to get into the gaming scene I you know I didn't really have a lot of experience and I was nervous because I was entering into a space where it's normally like you know straight white men who are in on the top of everything um so I just kind of kept quiet about it for for a bit and once I started kind of getting into the twitch environment and like kind of making friends I kind of saw I could be more myself without worrying about it and so it kind of was like another Coming out experience for myself, like coming out on to the Twitch community. Um, but as soon as I did that, I felt my streams changed in a way where I felt like I was being more authentic, being myself. Um, so I wasn't kind of hiding who I was and just like going for it. And I've always wanted to just like be in this space where, you know, we we always see the same people and we see you know it's straight dominated usually. And I wanted to kind of. Make a mark where it's like, you know what? Like, I'm black, I'm gay. We have, we all have a space to be here. And if I, I, I will, I will fight how hard is I if I have to um, just to have the next person who comes behind me not have to struggle so hard just to be seen mm. and it's yeah. been so beautiful to see like in the last few years of like the LGBT community like coming so far on Twitch where it's like there's a community there because when I first started I didn't I, there was not anything like that and I didn't know or see anybody like myself so it's just been really awesome to see like so many faces and so many different people from different backgrounds that it's taught me how to be a better person Mm -hmm. and a better streamer as well um it's 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 a beautiful experience which I've been happy to be a part of so
1: I def I definitely think there's something to be said about like that that normalization of just like LGBT content Mm -hmm. creators and like bringing all those people together um something I actually noticed recently um a massive probable step for again normalization uh I think you were featured in like Elgato's like Times Square billboard too right yeah how was was that for you (laughs) that's
2: it was it was it was crazy because like uh like I got a message like they kind of messaged all the partners and mm-hmm. I sent it a, a video and I didn't like they said we'll we'll let you know if we use it so I was like, okay well, you know, I- that's a cool opportunity. If it happens, that'd be awesome. I'll send it to him. So one day I'm just working and all of a sudden people are like Brandon and just like tagging me on Twitter. And I'm like, Oh my God, they actually like used it. I thought they were supposed to tell me that they're going to use this like a prayer. (laughs) Uh, But it was so cool to see because I just never thought I would have an opportunity to be in that kind of a space. And it, it, it took me back to when I was a kid. And wanting to you know do something that made me happy and made me proud and i think that's definitely one of the proudest moments like i i could ever say it's like my face is on Times square and and i, I wish i could see it in person but just having the video there was enough for me and it was just it was just really crazy to see everybody's reactions which was nice because you know like I, I i grew up in a time where there were a lot of people who were like me um like in mainstream media and it's just it's i just hope that i'm able to help inspire others to do what they want to do and not worry about like how they'll fit in and stuff because it's it's, it is hard but it's it's definitely worth it being your authentic self in this space Mm -hmm. for sure
0: yeah absolutely i mean it it was obviously a proud moment for you but i think it was a proud moment for the whole lgbtq community to be on to be brutally honest with you i mean having like you say a sort of a a queer person of color on a massive billboard in Times square is is just that huge step forward that we all sort of i think we all sort of want to be inspired by um so, with a cat screaming in the background. Sorry, my, no, no, um, okay. my cat uh,
1: just ate and decided, yeah, I'm going to start randomly screaming. This is the perfect time.
0: Um,
1: All right.
0: what, would, what would you say to any other LGBTQ person who's thinking about streaming? Uh,
2: uh, I, I, w- I would say, honestly, go for it. And you just have to prepare yourself that, yes, there's going to be ignorant people who are going to say stuff about you or just like who you are as a person, but don't let it stop you from, from trying. Um, and also obviously like, you know, having moderation is, is, is important. Um, and just like, I guess, knowing the ins and outs of Twitch and understanding it. So you're not going in there blind without realizing what you're going to deal with, because, you know, as, as you grow as well, like, you know, being on the first page of Twitch, that's putting you in another situation where you're going to have to deal with more people just being ignorant and just saying rude things to you um, yeah. but don't let anybody stop you from what you want to do and I always thought it was the cliche and it always feels like it but if you have a really big passion to do something just do it and just put in all the time and effort that you really want to do it to make it happen
1: yes that's uh yeah yeah I will say like uh times are changing too and mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think twitch will be like this forever like all of that horrifying stuff on front page um Mm -hmm. hopefully twitch will actually do something about that yeah how following in from that how 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 do you handle that kind of like negativity that that comes with that like that you get for for being a a gay and you know a person of color Mm -hmm. in the streaming space in in this industry how how does how do you grapple with them
2: i i honestly i feel like twitter has set me up to deal with like anything else <laughs> i've done with on twitch because i get it mostly from like being on twitter and people saying stuff like that but like at this point i don't think anything that someone online says to me is gonna like you know do anything to me at this point because i i've heard it all you know right. and I, i've prepared myself to be more of just like have a, a, a thicker skin and unfortunately i hate that we have to have that but it's just you you can't let people's words destroy you as a person because they don't know who you are as a person and and at this point like my moderators they know what's coming up so it's just like hey we're gonna be on the front page if people say stuff you know get it out of here but i sometimes make jokes out of it or i just ignore it you know i i I don't think anybody at this point especially in the last year and all the stuff that you know i've had to deal with um it's not gonna affect me anymore you know i've had some really crazy situations online um but i think i have i've become a stronger person i've learned the tools to help me get through it mentally and then like you know physically not you know get too uh, flustered about it
0: yeah i think when you can reply to any kind of hate online with your own meme now (laughs) I think it's kind of got to a point in the world where you know who's won the argument <laughs> before true. it's even started.
2: That that is that is true. I I okay. I have done that a few times where someone has said something about me, and I have a picture of like the 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 streamer award. Like it's like oh okay. The, I have done that a few times just to get those jokes out there. You know, sometimes you mm. got to do it.
0: You know. <laughs> um, we sort of mentioned obviously a minute ago about Twitch, obviously trying to step up to the plate a little bit more. Uh, what more do you think the industry should be doing? to support diverse content workers and players and content creators of all sorts of stripes.
2: I think, you know, um, hiring us, you know, and, 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 and co- having conversations, there's been a lot of programs that have come out of nowhere. They're about um, diversity and they want to do that, but you know, it's not, do you have diverse conversations or have you talked to anybody about it? Or do you have someone who's running it, who understands it? Um, I think, People need to, like, do more research besides, okay, you know, it's 2021. We want to, you know, help other people. But if you don't understand where the problem lies, it's not going to do anything if you don't know what you're doing, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. things don't necessarily change in, in, unless, like which helps out with that or any number of like industry leaders actually like step up to the plate and actually Mm -hmm. start changing things Mm -hmm. speaking of no change little segue Um, we're in the middle of a pandemic of course where nothing changes everything is constantly Mm -hmm. the same but uh yeah are there any like plans that you have like once once everything is like subsided do you want to get back to like doing more like live events and and things like that
2: yeah i I definitely like with all this time being at at home and trying to figure out how like life goes um i definitely miss going to events because i've made so many great connections with so many like great streamers so many great creators that it's been unfortunate not to like go to an event where you can actually meet you know Mm -hmm. um so that's going to be fun um and I, i've gotten a lot more confident in you know where i can like things i could do you know I, I never thought i'd be working with rooster teeth and doing stuff with them which is pretty crazy you know um but i i think i have more confidence now to you know get back into it but yeah events is definitely something i've missed and i can't wait to get back to
0: yeah i can't agree more like yeah. i just I've been here think, too long. Yeah, 12, Twelve months of just like every event is just it literally is this. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like no, I I need to get back and sort of touch people again. That sounds horrible. <laughs> Please yeah. excise that from all your thoughts immediately. I genu- I genuinely mean in a very caring and yeah. appro- an, an, an appropriate manner.
1: yeah <laughs> Consensual human yes. contact. Yes. yes.
0: Yes. Yes. With with full permission and full uh, everything's fine. Uh, yeah, I'll shut up. Um Brandon I thank you so much. I know you have to shoot off. Um mm-hmm. thanks so much for stopping by. Tell us uh, just before you go where can everybody find you and your wonderful content.
2: Yeah, uh so if you are on Twitch, uh, you can find me at twitchtv uh If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's uh twitter.com/ I am Brandon TV. And I, pretty much all social media is going to be I am Brandon TV because I couldn't get the name I am Brandon. So, yeah. So, I, I've tried to take that in and I've made TV a part of like my whole brand now. So, like, my stream has like a TV set and stuff. So, we're trying to do that. <laughs> wonderful.
1: wonderful that's uh that's amazing then so uh i just want to say uh, like again a massive thank you for you uh being with us today thank and, you uh, we, we know you generally have to have to shoot off as well but thank you so much for making the time
2: yeah anytime I, i'm so happy to be a part of this because you have all been very supportive of of me and in general which has been very appreciative so
0: I appreciate we'll it. Come back, come back in the near future for a full episode, yes. and yes. we can ha- we, we, we can have a good couple of hours together. Yes, can't yeah. wait.
1: Also, we'll, <laughs> we'll have to make sure next time to run you through the uh quickfire questions. Together. Oh,
0: okay. Yes, oh, good. <laughs> yes. we'll save quickfire for next time. Yes, mm-hmm. sounds good. Okay, <laughs> thanks, Brandon. See you right. later. Right. Bye. Bye for
1: now. Bye. Well, Brandon was such a lovely and a delight. Yeah, absolutely. Light. But um, the 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 podcast is not over. Usually at this point we'd be like, okay, bye everybody. But we're doing this a little bit out of order today. Yep. So instead, we're gonna switch. Well, switch into our. We're gonna, we're gonna go into our uh, our our topics, our weekly topics, our uh, hot topics, so so to speak. Yeah, and um, honestly. I, I want to talk about, you know, I want to talk about the uh, the value of good representation in media. Honestly, I don't know if you saw just a,
0: just a light topic for a Sunday evening.
1: Just just a light topic, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the uh, the the tweet that um, Star Wars put out. I know that gaming magazine wrote a uh, an article mm. about it. Uh, do you know the one in question that I'm talking about, where they're yes, celebrating I, I, Wednesday I, uh, I, visibility? That
0: is exactly what I'm trying to find. Um, you obviously have caught me unprepared. <laughs> I should have had <laughs> a link ready. Um, no, you're absolutely right. The, 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 they sort of celebrated Transdivisibility by releasing um, the cover, which for accuracy's sake isn't actually the cover it's been sold with. You have to go and find it it's, so it's, it's not like the an, cover. It's a
1: variant cover. Yeah, just yes. It's like the uh, mono um, cover that I... I showed here for this harley quinn thing that you have to like yes. custom order these they don't yeah. actually get presented and the, the interesting thing about this one is that this particular cover features um two uh alien jedi characters from the actual comic book storyline i can't remember their names and i literally read the comics the other day which um, uh, probably say it goes to say something ter- about the
0: uh well that's quite clever The are t-e-r-e-c and seret or keret C E R E T, so spelled backwards. Mm-hmm. Take your pick. Mm-hmm. So whatever, yeah. whatever works.
1: I wish we had a, a picture that we could actually flash up on screen uh, right now. Well,
0: the link is in the chat, so people okay. can go the and is, can go and check that in out. The chat.
1: But um, um, I fear if I open
0: this, it will crash my computer.
1: Yeah, essentially, what uh, what what the Star Wars uh, Twitter account was trying to do there, they were saying that look. We have these fantastic non-binary characters in our uh, in in our comic book, and we're celebrating it with a variant cover that has them splash them right on the front. Except that these characters are uh, weird-looking gray aliens. Who, uh, yeah, who, you can see them right there. Yeah, they're they just happen to be like f- featureless, eyebrowless um, gray aliens. And now you'd think. That's a bit weird, don't you think they look a bit weird? maybe you know maybe maybe i'm 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 judging a book by its cover, and maybe they're like really really cool well developed characters in the actual story um I've read through uh the, the story so far, and uh that that doesn't seem to be the case unfortunately um they have like a psychic link with each other and they speak in a very weird way. they refer to themselves as we and they seem to like share one particular like. Consciousness, I guess, something like that. I'm, I'm not really sure how it is, but they're ancillary characters. They're definitely not the focus of any story, and I don't know anything about them other than the fact that they're gray, weird aliens. They share a psychic link, and they refer to themselves as "we." That's
0: that's that's it. And that's the that's kind of the nub of the point, though, isn't it? Is the fact mm-hmm. that the the kind of the, the gesture feels exceptionally hollow. Because they've taken what could be a great message. They could be like really important characters. I should stress in this in the, the the link that I put in the chat to the gaming mag. It's reviewed by in in our comics corner by the wonderful Matt Cameron, and and he did he did make it very clear in in the press bump that we were sent that these these two characters have a quite a strong point in the story they're referred to throughout the story and i believe you've actually read it me um yeah. in in a relatively positive manner so they're not kind of like yeah
1: they're not horrendous like that yeah. they're like heroic um jedi but they're they're it seems like they're i don't i want i don't want to say comedic but it's it's still like a a repetitive kind of like othering. There's still yes. like these weird
0: as, aliens. Yeah, that's it. They're just a bit weird, aren't they? They're mm-hmm. a bit sort of freaky. And of course, it's yeah. it's a lazy trope to to have the trans character or even just mm. the wider LGBTQ character. Let's be honest. Um, as as the weird one, as the the other, as you say. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's I just like, I don't know. I, it it's I think it's another one of those good ideas badly executed.
1: Yes, most most definitely. Um but it, it would be fine if this isn't like something that Star Wars does like time and time again in terms of Disney with like LGBTQ representation, again having uh you know just just characters like from who are supposed to be minorities just be weird aliens where all the heroes are just like straight white people, you know? Mm. It's just a, it's a little bit on on the nose so much. I, uh, it's 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 really frustrating even like john boyega who was supposed to have this fantastic role in the new movies kind of got pushed to the background outside of the story yeah as well as you know just completely as well as like being hidden on on the posters for uh other uh, ooh. regions ooh. or you know it, it maybe just...
0: oh. the whole thing it's, it's... it's just it's just awful it And look, I can see both sides of the coin on the first argument uh, in the first film. The first poster was very um, teasing in a way of saying that, hey, we've got a black guy with a lightsaber, the sort of strong, powerful person of color leading the movie. Uh, And then that pivoted over to a white woman. Granted, like good, strong female lead character. So I, I can I can see both sides of that argument. But I mm-hmm. think as the movies progressed, it was very obvious they didn't have a clue what they were doing with his character and just mm-hmm. kept bumping him further and further down the story queue. Um the one and I think I think we've we've talked about Star Wars to the cows come home, obviously, but the, the one film that I thought was actually gonna really did him some favors um was The Last Jedi, the one in the middle. Um hmm. and I, I do feel like that was such a really strong film. And then obviously you had um oh brain's gone dead. Um
1: Rise of Skywalker.
0: No, that his love interest or or T's oh. love interest. Um, uh, yeah. um the the, the oh, cool. Asian that lady as well. Her name. Uh Chloe uh, Chloe Tran Tan. Yes. Sorry, Tran. Uh, if if anyone can shout that out, that'd be lovely. Um but yeah, I think I, I think that there's there's two examples of of sort of chucking chucking your um y- your your non-white characters in the bin. Kelly Marie Tran, thank you Jamie. Kelly Marie um, Tran, thank
1: you. Yeah. Sorry, I forget everything when it has oh, that, that I, Tran I, I, involved.
0: Well, yeah. I just I just had to allow that in the moderation actually.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> because
0: because it was picked up because obviously uh yeah. Um mm-hmm, but yes, yeah. you're absolutely right. So Kelly Marie Tran, thank you. Um and again, that was a an amazing sort of love story that that was petered off and her character was just thrown in the bin in the last film. Um in, in deference to, to though.
1: It was very important. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. she had to study for something that was undefined. Um yeah. but yeah, no, it's it's I don't know. It I could say good good idea, badly executed. <laughs> Um, it
1: it just seems again, it's just trying to win brownie points, and it just rings hollow when you're not really doing much with those characters, or if you're constantly representing LGBT communities and minority communities as as inhuman beings yeah. in your media. Yeah. it's, it's just, lazy. It's it's very lazy, and it's uh, it doesn't it doesn't help. It doesn't do anything to help with normalisation, especially when those characters don't have any real agency, or at least at this point in terms of what I've what I've read doesn't have any real uh, they don't really have a lot of agency yeah, in the story that they're literally, that's it. Background, characters.
0: They're, they're literally um, background characters and I think like every and, and uh, as I say that it, it's the the covering questions being released for pride month um hmm which is a horrible construct that I can talk about for ages, but we're not going to now because we haven't got a lot of time. Um, but it's even then being released, it's not being released in Pride Month. It's being released as an extra that you have to go hunting for. It's not the front cover of the actual comic. So, it's again, it's not even, it's lip service. It's the most lip service lip service thing you've ever seen. Um, yeah that undoubtedly can be excised, ready for it to be sold in Asian markets or Russian markets or wherever.
1: I mean, it's a little bit early to, to tell as well, because there's, there's literally been like four four or five issues out at this point, and they haven't exactly gotten a lot of development as characters. Uh, I have several problems with that story from, from the point of a Star Wars fan anyway, but... Um, just in general like maybe benefit the doubt further down the line maybe it'll be a little bit better maybe they'll they'll have like some super cool storylines and they'll be the focus of certain storylines but again at this point but even even with that it's still the whole othering thing would be a whole inhuman aspect of of marginalizing and i don't think they're really non-binary because it's not a non-binary experience normal non-binary people don't have a psychic link with another person that and then refer to themselves as we that's 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 not the, the that's not the, the the life experience of a non-binary person you know again lip service yeah so it's there's, it's like um uh oh oh what was it uh but, but, but you should know borderlands 3 right
0: yeah oh yes um, borderlands 3 yeah absolutely mm-hmm. there's been a few examples i was going to mention but obviously borderlands 3 with Flack. um Flack mm-hmm. by all accounts is a, a a sentient robot life form um but hasn't got a gender construct because he's a robot Sorry, I've just mm. said he they are a robot. They're a robot um and and they use they them pronouns and I, if you it's down to the reading of the character if you read it in a way that you want to read it and, they, and and you clock that they're using they them pronouns and you make the decision then binary fine but genuinely as a sort of um a non a non uh, emotional non What's the phrase? You know what I mean? Non kind of um, gender influenced character thing. He's a robot. They're a robot. Yeah. Um, and a it's, robot. yeah. And I, you know, it so doesn't you have it, it doesn't a
1: massive it. impact on, again, representing a typical person who happens to be non binary. And you know, I love the character Flack, mm. amazing character, voiced by uh, D. fantastic, mm-hmm. fantastic uh, human being. But in terms of, like, actually being good representation, it's not necessarily good representation. It's a step, but it's not exactly what people make it out to be. It's like their lord is like, oh, it's this amazing thing, when it's not. Um, it's, it's literally, if, you could do so much more.
0: Yeah, if Borderlands, if that was in any other game, I would suggest that it was lazy writing to force a bit of representation in. But because it's in Borderlands with a huge amount of representation anyway. Um mm-hmm. I don't actually get too upset over it. But there now, are uh, I, again, I can think of other examples. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 I, I can't I can't name them off the top of my head, but I know there are other examples out there where people have used robots or machines to sort of portray oh, yeah. non-binary. And that's just lazy.
1: Definitely. Like um uh, with uh, Warframe. So I play a mm. lot of Warframe, I know the people over at DE. But um, they they brought out a uh, a Warframe called uh, Zaku with, like, an X at the start. And uh, this Warframe had they-them pronouns, which is, you know, and it was like, oh, yeah, the the pronouns are they-them. Make sure that you use they-them pronouns. And it doesn't kind of, like, hit the right way because it's not real non-binary representation because the concept is it's multiple Warframes that have been fruited fused together. And a Warframe isn't necessarily, like, a real being essentially it's more of a tool that you take control of it's like a flesh mech that you take control of and then and use to like fight with it's like saying that that ship over there it's not a, a she ship it has it's made from multiple parts from different ships so it has they their yeah. pronouns it yeah. has that much impact the, it, there's no agency there's no character there in terms of, of a representation now granted they have done like other fantastic stuff as well and I don't think they were trying to push it as like a representation thing I, I don't think they ever said that but um I, I've had people heard people arguing oh yeah that's positive representation no it's not no. it's not positive rep- representation something like the character of um, ticker in that game who is for all appearances looks like a male character but has uh, she her pronouns and is rather effeminate in the way that they Talk and and do things like again. That's far better as a character with agency that actually has an effect on the story and that you can actually interact with, than 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 what is essentially a tool with they them pronouns. And like I'd say there's different levels of it, but it's also down to how the 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 publisher or the creator like pushes it. And when it's something like Star Wars, when it's being pushed out, saying, "Oh look how." Good, we mm. are for including a, a, a character with they/them pronouns for no reason that actually connects to being non-binary. It's it again. It's so hollow. It's so yeah. hollow. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree. And and coming from obviously the house of mouse, which isn't exactly. Uh, Doing a splendid job at uh, LGBT yeah. representation. Um, oh, to be yeah. honest with you, yeah, I mean, the, the the one film that is has been delayed by the pandemic is Jungle Cruise, and I kind of hope they're just going to let that slide very slowly into the bin and, ne- and never see the light of day. But because uh, of course that's the one that has Jack Whitehall, which is a straight male, uh, camping it up worse than James Corden in The Prom uh, as I a did gay. I didn't know this. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so, there's a, there's a. He plays a character on Jungle Cruise, which is obviously based on the famous ride at Disneyland. Um, I believe it's the rocks in it as well, because of course the rocks in it. Um, I
1: knew that. And, I
0: yeah, and Jack,
1: though, so.
0: and Jack, Jack Whitehall is literally mincing around in the background uh, with the most effeminate right. kind of flappy hands and and everything, and 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 Disney are, uh, sort of selling this as we've we got a gay character in a film. It's like, yeah, it's the worst literally the worst kind of stereotype you could think of uh, like, and kind of and like also played by with, not um, a gay
1: person less is it less not the stat um gaston's like little oh lefou like, lefou that's it yeah. yeah isn't it like a similar thing that they did so, with lefou
0: as well or sort of lefou's one is just a bit french um and i think it's sort <laughs> of he's just sort of got a nice little sort of european sort of flavor let's say um and but no he's um no, this is this is awful. You just know it's going to be awful. So, I kind of hope that's never going to see a light of day, but I fear it might. Um, and we can have the same argument about James Corden and uh, playing a horrendously effeminate stereotype uh, in the prom. I,
1: sometimes which, it, it just feels like we're we're back in the nineties again. You know, and then, like no. Co- for all
0: the better. progress, yeah, for all the progress we've we'll been making of late, you get the occasional one that crops up like this. That it's just, just awful.
1: Mm. just awful like leave that stuff behind Uh, exactly exactly so yeah there is apparently like an end game uh jamie just posted oh yeah i better just prove that as well uh, news about a character a gay character in the film but it was someone it was one of the uh the the
0: oh yes it's been cancelled yeah that's it yeah another straight person yeah
1: the uh the russo one of the russo brothers just literally just cameoed and uh just being uh talking about how their their partner like disappeared or died or they were going on yeah. a date actually i think it was um mm. yeah they were going on a date and they just both broke down crying or something and it's like oh yay okay like a little bit of representation that's nice like, but again it's least... that
0: beautifully excisable throwaway scene mm. with nothing important like, uh... happening Th- like, like star wars kiss
1: in the background correct uh, exactly like that yeah final yeah they that, that
0: right? could very easy just clip around and go well, we don't have to show that to to territories that don't want to see it um, yeah and
1: i feel like that's the same with these characters in the star wars stories like, absolutely oh, right. just be explained as ways they're just alien and this is how yeah you know, they're, just they're just weird yeah stars. exactly they're just weird aliens yeah. you know Exactly. Rather than you know making a conscious effort to you know try and move towards normalization, which
0: exactly. is one of the most important things. So totally, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, talking of normalization and talking of gay marriage, um, I'm I'm sort of using this opportunity to seek into our next topic. Um, there's been there's been some drama um, in 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 drama. the world of of gay games. Um, around crusader kings 3 i don't know if anyone's Mm. seen this i will try using my notes in front of me to sort of pray see what's happened um crusader kings 3 is always allowed i'm going to put this i'm putting this out there to start off with because i think it's important to have context crusader kings 3 has featured and does feature same-sex relationships it's perfectly fine they do great stuff they were actually one of the nominees for one of our gaming awards um Mm. so they are good people and it is a good game however for um, some reason, they don't allow marriage because of the concubine um, programming and stuff. There's been uh, efforts in the past uh, with people modding to try and fix this. Uh, various mods have been in place, so people could get married in Crusader Kings 3. Um, uh, however, in a recent patch that was released at the end of March, again, this was released just for context over the Easter weekend. So there wasn't an immediate response, I don't think, to the issue. Um no, I think I got that wrong. This wasn't released. This was released at the end of March. So this this patch, anyway, uh, updated and broke all of the gay marriage mods. And I think drama ensued uh, therein. That The devs re- replied pretty quick to say that it wasn't done with any malice. But the problem they had was that the, the number of mods... <clears throat> were leading to a lot of bugs growing uh there were loads of crazy things happening and it was all getting a bit out of hand that needed fixing um and uh yeah and the uh other problem that i think uh was brewing as well was somebody uh last week then tried to distribute an exe mod uh mm-hmm. in the forums to put same-sex marriage back into crusader kings 3 excuse me um he because it's an exe mod was promptly banned um and for 24 hours that's how it was left uh and there was quite a lot of outrage happening in the forums and everything else um but then they released a statement saying that he obviously broke terms of service because you can't Hmm. release an exe mod that's just silly because it can be full of malware and shitty stuff and, and bad things um so this has all been brewing. This has all been happening. But it's not all bad news. I'm going to come on to the big highlight now. Um, within 24 hours of that guy being person being banned, um, Paradox Interactive announced that they will allow game modding in their ne- next patch update. Hurrah! So... That's kind of the the story as to the drama that's been happening is that they there feels like they took the mods out because it was called causing a bit of a mess and but they have gone back and they've allowed it and they fixed whatever their mess is and they put it back in again. So my argument: we shouldn't have to be modding games and ripping them apart to add in gay marriage. That's just that's my that's my that's my opening gambit look i'm not a mod person i don't even play pc games i'm sorry Sumi um but to then have to sort of like try and rip that game apart and put your own mods in it does seem a little bit it's all a bit drama let's let's just go for that
1: yeah yeah i think like the whole thing really is just uh, kind of a bad mix up Unfortunately, it's a terrible timing on their part in terms of like they actually released a patch which broke a bunch of things and they had always intended on fixing it, just not fast enough for the for the community. So uh, the fact that they was like over the Easter break, I think, didn't allow them to give a response straight away, too. So there were people were just left um, like coming up with their own wild Kind, kind of crazy theories which is kind of a bit weird considering how uh progressive that uh that paradox
0: absolutely i I, I just think it was an interesting sort of bit of drama that escalated because i don't think they got the communication of it all right i think if they'd have, if they'd have put the message out to everybody saying hey we've got to get we've got to get rid of these mods they're causing ridiculously stupid things to happen the game is now at risk let's yeah, get rid of everything yeah but don't worry in in a month's time on the next patch or whenever it's coming out would we'll have fixed it you can have all your mods back we just need we just need this time to reset mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. so it would be nice like to see more games like actually just including uh, equal footing when it comes to like relationships and and gay marriage and things like that There was the whole rigmarole with mass effect back when that came out too it's in terms of yeah, a lot of the the female characters are dateable, but a lot of the male characters aren't dateable. You can't date certain characters until like the third game, and even then, some characters have like set 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 genders that you can date. Just let everybody date everybody else. Why not? You know, at this point,
0: I think that was I think that was the point, isn't it? Is that it's that the game itself you could romance, you mm-hmm. can have same sex relationships, but they just didn't. I don't understand the the mechanics of it, but they didn't, the concubine protocols or whatever they're called in the posh sort of terms of getting married, um, they just hadn't built that bit for same sex marriage. I just find that a bit weird.
1: Uh, is it like uh, I, I don't know? It's weird because, it, like, considering I, I would like to say maybe there's some kind of something to do with historical accuracy, but then again, there's there's been like
0: oh, there's, there's <laughs> a lot of that, on, yeah, yeah,
1: whenever, <laughs> so that doesn't really track. But uh, yeah, I, I I I can't really think why they wouldn't have done it in the in the first place. It just seems like a no brainer. It
0: point. sounded quite similar to uh, Assassin's Creed. I'm gonna get this wrong. So I'm not going to try, but one of the one of the recent Assassin's Creeds Odyssey, I think it might have been, where you can do all the gay relationships, all the lesbian relationships, and the same sex relationships you want, all the way through the whole game, and until they released a DLC, which involved uh, having a child, this, yeah. and yeah. it was at, at they whatever point your character was at having whatever romances, just because they couldn't be bothered to program more options and make the story work they literally forced you back into the closet to go and have a straight relationship to have a child. And I just think it's those sort of moments of like, you're doing really well. It's a bit like Star Wars covers. You're doing really well, but then you get to that execution point and it just falls over. Hence why people mod and I get it. Um, Mm. And so I think one of my sort of things that I, I I've always been sort of fascinated about, and we ran this story on gaming mag a few, a few months ago now um, the best LGBT mods uh, you can have in uh, in games some of them are hilarious some of them are absolutely hilarious uh there's a lot of pride flag mods out there uh yeah. stargy oh, valley did you,
1: see, did you see the among us um't uh, people i haven't were putting seen in? them People no. we're putting like uh trans um scarves in among us and stuff like that' it's hilarious super cute
0: yeah uh the, the stargy valley's just got pride flags uh batman can get a rainbow cape on one of the batman trilogies uh you can get you can craft pride flags in fallout. My favorite one on that list, I have to admit is the move. I'm gay. uh, One from Skyrim, which is just uh, a pleasure just
1: to replace the first rodar or.
0: Yeah. Whenever you push. Yeah. Whenever you go past someone, you can just yell at them. Move. I'm gay. um, Which is, which is precious. But, uh, but no, so that that, I just wondered if we uh, had any thoughts about other, other uh, games that had good gay mods in.
1: Like, nothing really, like, springs to mind. I know that they did, again, mentioning, like, Mass Effect, that mm. they modded those out to actually allow yep. same-sex relationships. But I kind of wanted to get gauge your um, gauge your reaction to what happened with Cyberpunk. Again, the dreaded oh, Cyberpunk. we have to. <laughs> yeah, I don't really want to delve back into this, but the idea of um, uh, the female character in that, whose name I forget, who's... Um, She's not straight, and I forget her Mm. name. I'm not sure if it was Ash or something like that, or uh, she's like the mechanic, I believe. Judy. Thank you, Judy. Yeah. So, Judy, um, yeah, is, is, I believe, a um, a lesbian character, and you can't date them as the male characters. And then it came out later that there were people modding the ability for male characters to speak (sighs) with Judy. Of course, they were. The game. It, to the point where, like, the, the animations are breaking because it doesn't work together, you know? And I wanted to, like, talk about, like, how that's kind of different in general. I wanted to get your your kind of take on that first, and, and then and then I wanted to go into... For the people who might be thinking, well, you just said it was fine to, like, mod straight characters as being in, you know, gay relationships. Why is the other way around not fine? I'll explain in a second, but um, I wanted to get your your take on that
0: it's the same argument that applies to racism that it only goes well it only goes one way you can't be racist towards white people because any kind of ism or any kind of phobia relies on there being a subservient or a subclass in their people's brains um that you have to sort of poop down on and that's Mm. kind of for me it's like i always think that you the reason we mod games or the reason as as we've just sat here and talked about like games that you can't have gay marriage games that you you mod to achieve equality you mod to achieve because there's there's a a vacuum exactly totally absolutely Mm -hmm. so to mod to basically steal one of our characters going in the other direction mm. uh, is like just like every other character. Pettiest... Throughout
1: all of gaming yes, has been made exactly. for yeah. you know guys. Yeah, yeah. so then, we we,
0: uh, we get one thing that's made for the LGBTQ community, and they and they I still mean, go and try and steal it back. And and to the point as you say that it just breaks everything. Um yeah. that's yeah. my that's my sort of thought. Is that it's about it's about. We only do it to achieve equality or to have a load of fun, like when somebody swapped the body the body shells of Batman and Catwoman um, in, uh, and the Batman sort of wandering around feeling his oats was well, that's, just just that's amazing. Just funny,
1: you know, yeah. that's just amazing. Yeah. You, know, you 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 got to have that. Yeah, I definitely echo what what you were you, you were putting down for that. I was literally going about to go into the same thing when I when I actually saw that I was just so I was like I just like really really straight people. I literally tweeted really straight people. <laughs> Is this what we're doing now? It's like, you can't just let us have one thing, can you? It's, no. it's absolutely ridiculous. I don't of know course not. Saying. And,
0: and it, it's just, it is, as you say, it's straight people. And it's mm. it's that whole, and I apologize to any straight people listening, because you've obviously got good taste because you're here listening to this. Mm. But to the, okay. to the majority so of straight people.
1: Not all straight people, but <laughs> some straight people have definitely have entitlement issues and think that everything should be made for them
0: literally and it's 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 every argument that's ever existed if 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 a poc community has something um i uh, okay i'm gonna be really contentious um the poc community the ballroom scene in new york city uh came up with a whole raft of language um that's now being co-opted by um straight white teenagers screaming their heads off at drag race um Mm. work serve uh or hunty all those words grew out of the ballroom scene um, mm. and, and that was a predominantly POC space and now they bled out into society and now you have sort of 14-year-old straight white girls screaming at uh, drag concerts um, and and yeah, that's, that's appropriation. And I think it is a case of appropriation. It's
1: the, it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth, doesn't it? It's just like, it's I, I hate the idea of that. Is it just like another subset of like ignorance being allowed to to fester and just like being said just being told hey this this you know you're you're kind of like taking that away from what it was supposed to be and you're like reframing it as something that it's not which is like detrimental to its purpose in the first place this these things mean something to someone yeah and you're kind of taking that and just stamping all over it
0: yeah a very meaningful gesture and you've just sort of ripped that away um Mm -hmm. it does seem a little bit harsh
1: it's really sad. But uh, again, like I'd say, not everybody, but uh get, keep in mind, like, again, that position of what is available to people. Um, yeah. And it, what was the purpose it was made for, you know, and, and try and be respectful of that.
0: Yeah. Um, trying to finish on a happy note because this is a shit place to leave at the end of a podcast. Yeah. Um, do go and check out uh, that link to uh, LGBT video game mods. There are some lovely ones in there. Uh, all the mm-hmm. Pride flag stuff, Pride flags, I believe, have just come as a separate story on gaming that we ran the other day. That somebody's modded Pride flags into Stardew Valley. So if you need mm-hmm. your farm uh, to look a little bit gayer, uh, please go and please go and add some Pride flags uh, into Stardew Valley. F-
1: before we finish, could we do like a, a little little Falcon and the Winter S- Soldier spoiler section?
0: Oh yes. and Now Brandon's gone. Yes.
1: Brandon's can. not here. We could talk about it. Okay. This is your warning. <laughs>
0: this, this is your is your three second this. warning. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god, John Walker. Oh my god, that shield. Oh, I saw blood. it. Yeah, oh
0: god. It. Okay. I, from the get go, I've hated him. Um. Mm-hmm. And from the get go. I, I knew that something bad was coming. If you know your comics, uh, you kind of know where it was roughly heading anyway. And I'm really glad it went in that direction um, mm. purely because it was just a fantastic uh, place to sort of end it. Because it was, I think it was kind of a rehash almost of Civil War where yeah. the sort of the battle was happening, but they weren't drawing blood because they were pulling the punches a little bit because they weren't quite meaning to sort of go full at but literally stove someone's head in in front yeah. of the world and end up with a shield covered in blood, was just, well, obviously amazing. Well, it made it
1: worse. It's like twisted the knife as well, like earlier in the episode, just the guy talking about, like, when I was young, I loved Captain America. And it's just like, yeah, well, oh, this is, he's, this is yeah. what happens to you.
0: you, you yeah, okay. It, it was fairly well telegraphed, I think, as the series mm-hmm. has gone on, that he has, has had a huge chip on the shoulder from from the get-go. And I think having uh, the constant put downs of you're not the real Captain America, you're not this, you're not that, you can't mm-hmm. do this, you can't join in the fight with uh, with, with with the enhanced soldiers because you're useless. And it was just sort of, uh, I kind of felt it was coming, but even, oh, even for me, I was sort of sat there going, can someone please just kill him? He's getting really annoying now uh yeah. and i suspect that's where we're coming um is uh, well,
1: I, d- I don't necessarily think he's going to die i necessarily think he's going to lose the mantle and become like a bigger potentially a, a bigger threat outside of that like maybe on the thunderbolts team or something like they use it's, it for special yeah i think
0: something. so well i don't know it'd be interesting to see what they do with him because in the mm-hmm. comics he he very much becomes a bad guy um he he very much is is the bad guy but, uh, but no, I, I, I do think he's, it was an interesting take. I think it's, mm. it was met with, it was met with, a. and this is why I said you, when we we're talking with Brandon, you've got to know your backgrounds with this one, because I feel like this one needs a lot more homework than WandaVision, um, because, I, and, and also in the comics as well, because I, 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 did, I thought it was a brave decision to pursue this storyline because, There was such a huge response to Sam being given the shield at the end of Endgame. There was a huge hoo-ha, rightly so, celebrating the fact that we've got a black Captain America. And I think to to take that away, in a sense, and I know he gave it up, but to take it away from him as a storyline, I I thought that was brave. And yeah. possibly a little stupid and, because, and, and suddenly, uh, for, like,
1: again, this is Disney again, which is the weird thing because mm. it seems like, like two different sides of of, of a coin here. That yeah. like, Marvel seems to be doing things mostly right with this, from what I see. And then again, this is me talking as a white person, like, about a story which is inherently about like a, a black man and the challenges that he faces
0: yeah.
1: as a superhero.
0: Oh, there's a beautiful moment in I think it was episode mm. two where they went to go and find this other uh person who'd been given the super soldier serum who was another was
1: isaiah
0: isaiah yeah, yeah another person of color yeah. and there was that really that moment of 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 uh not knowing there was a sort of a, a, a person of color with the super mm. a super soldier person of color ages before everybody and it could have been something huge could have been the original captain america yeah. um and i think that was sort of like there's been some amazing po- politics in this and i think that the the mm. The, i mean the, even the, the,
1: even the moment after that sorry go ahead go ahead
0: like, well no no just, it's you know. it's it's similar in in, in a sense of this the sort of how how the character has been treated by the government how it's been treated by banks how it's been treated by like all of that it's like the real sort of like it's a real commentary but then to mm-hmm. sort of also the prefix that with taking the, the shield away from going you're not captain america it's a bit weird
1: i am um, my my, uh, like, uh, like heart dropped when they left, like, that guy's house, mm. Isaiah's house, and then the police, like, rocked up on them because they were, like, shouting mm. at each other mm. in the street. And it's just like, oh, my God, are we really going here? Like, uh, it, it felt, like, too, too, almost too real. At that point, which is, is good to like yeah. to see, but at the same time, like ugh, like this they didn't this pull any thing.
0: punches. Those first two no. episodes, they really did not, and and they made it. And I I have found this is why I said you you got to know your you've got to know your Civil War, you got to know your Endgame, you have got to know all those sort of things because it's been really really interesting how they've kind of really dealt with the fallout of the snap or the blip or whatever they're calling it Mm -hmm. and and the sort of the homeless people the people that have come back Mm that how it would destabilize an economy you've lost you've lost half the population on the planet for five years and then they've come back
1: there is a theory as well that um this particular story was going to be even more impactful that originally like there's 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 a lot of like ADR and people speaking off stream mm. uh, off screen about like um like the fact that this woman died of tuberculosis and, and things, uh, and that specific like illness. But uh, that was like an ADR in line. So there's theories going around whenever they're talking about something. It seems like the story has been changed a little bit. That originally may have been a story about a potential like pandemic, which is also why they were
0: stealing. Vaccines. Interesting that's um, interesting i remember watching that scene about sort of having a whole load of vaccines being stolen i was like oh that's a bit God, on the nose but vaccines, that's yeah that's really interesting i didn't clock the and of course there'd be the experienced ex- uh, voice actor that you now are um i i didn't clock that the sort of the adr stuff that was coming in so that was mm-hmm. interesting that they've gone back and fixed that
1: obviously yeah, this whole well, world again, we're living a, in at
0: the moment is people fixing it's a theory
1: it. but it would i could see it's how, a good theory um, i could see how how like uh, the the pandemic would absolutely screw up whatever plans that they yeah. had for that. Um, yeah. So it's very possible that they, like, had to pivot the last minute and, like, make some changes, which is why the show feels a little kind of bit off, I guess. There's something about the show that doesn't, like... I agree. It's a little bit nebulous, I guess. And, There's like, something... It have any hard... Like I think it's would, but I think it's
0: another show that's taken out a sequence now as well. Mm. Because by now, even by WandaVision, we should have had Scarlet Witch and we should have had some the, the Eternals, even I think, should have been mm. out by now. So I think they've had to I believe they had to under that, that WandaVision had to go undergo some work to retool that. And I I wouldn't be surprised if we and it's possibly why there's only six episodes as well. They might have had to re-edit um they probably had to sort of fiddle around with the show a little bit as well Mm. because it's beautiful by the way and i'm gonna i've just forgotten the name even though it's really exciting we finally finally got to see um the wonderful asian city that uh, oh yeah the name suddenly just literally escapes me it begins with an m i think
1: Mm-hmm.
0: More, not Mordor. That's a different one. <laughs> Definitely
1: um, not Mordor. Whatever, But yeah. Mag- Mag-
0: a- Madrabor. That's the one. it's yeah. close, Mordor, Madrabor. It. And it's, um, there you go. Beat you to it, Jamie. And um, the that's X Men. That whole thing is X Men. Mm-hmm. They haven't been able to use it since um, up, up until now. But it's got a huge time with X Men. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I really am. I just wonder if there's going to be something coming at the end of this that might just start to sort of tease. Maybe.
1: We thought that about one division as well, and that never happened either. So
0: Well you got an X-Man, but it wasn't one x man but it was a little nudge nudge wink wink. It was
1: Ralph Boner. What the Ralph Boner. Yeah. Yeah. I will say though, just as just as a follow up to what you said, like how you know the whole idea of them taking the shield away from from, like as a as a decision taking the shield away from Sam or having Sam give it up as part of the story. I really think that's kind of like the point though that like throughout mm. this you're kind of seeing Sam prove that he is the ideal yes. oh Captain absolutely America. yeah you know how this yeah. is going to
0: end you know this mm-hmm. is going to be uh, the big reveal of, of him in his Captain America suit and mm-hmm. with the shield and everything else you know that's going to happen but I, and, and you're right I think under the right circumstances I didn't I'm sitting here, sort of going. I know, I know exactly why they did it, and it was. It, it is good that they. It wasn't taken away. Sam just Sam declined it, basically.
1: Yeah, gave um, and then got screwed over, which is great social commentary.
0: Totally, on, uh, and uh, so, so I think I think there's a lot of purpose there. I, I can I do just empathise with some people on social media who were a little bit sort of disheartened by that. So I, I, I get it, but I, I think there's a bigger, certainly a bigger story at play. So.
1: So that's the yes. sort of thing you gotta remember with these streaming uh like shows for instance you can't really like judge it in isolation one episode you have to like look at the from the point of view yeah. of your, an entire story you
0: know? absolutely totally agree mm. absolutely um yeah. that's the end of our podcast that um, is the end of our podcast. That is a the end of weird our podcast. one yeah.
1: today. Yeah. But yeah. An unusual.
0: It's thing. nice to rec- it's nice to rip up the rules occasionally. Um, is, thank yeah. you uh, to I am Brandon. Obviously, we had his pleasure of his company uh, in the first half of the episode. Thank you, Mia, as always, for being here with me. Um, it's a yeah, that's, that was a good podcast. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, just as a reminder, if you want to stay up to date with everything uh, gaming in the world of gaming, you can go to gamingmag uh, dot com. And you can also join the Discord over at GamingMag.com forward slash Discord, you know, hang out, talk about, you know, all the the cool, cool things. Um, I've been nearby. I'm nearby on, you know, here on Twitch and across social media. I do all sorts of things, but you know where to find me. Uh, but yeah, that is the end of the podcast. And uh, I've had a fantastic time. I reckon you've had a fantastic time as well, right, Robin?
0: It was a fantastic time.
1: It was a fantastic time. Okay. <laughs> and until next time, do we have a guest set for next yes. time
0: Yes. Yeah, it's in the script. We do.
1: Yes. Is it? I can't see that. Can't oh you? wait, there's a whole blank page. Uh, oh, down there. that's that's, that's okay. why. Thanks for that. That's that. Uh, right, <laughs> yeah, we
0: go. <laughs> yes. Okay.
1: So uh, next week, uh, this is news to me because obviously I didn't see this in the script, so I just thought it was blank. <laughs> um, in two weeks' time, we will be back with a, another super special guest, the one and only, the amazing, personal favorite, Sedi. Wonderful, wonderful SETI. All the way from Malaysia. For that, yes. All the way from Malaysia. It's going to be a lot of fun and I hope you can join us then. But uh, until next time, uh, we will see you soon. See see you soon. See See you soon. I'm very tired. All right. Good night, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. See you for now. (laughs) Bye.